stood over the cherubims. And the cherubims lifted up their wings and mounted up from the earth in my sight. When they were out, the wheels were also beside them, and everyone stood. Hi, welcome to my podcast and my channel. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who we love and we embrace his coming. And I'm so thankful to be able to have a few minutes to share with you. I just wanted to do a short video on the word I received from the Lord on September 26th. And it was in the night, so it was, you know, 26 slash 27. Um, the word I received from the Lord is, this is a turning point. And to go deeper into your chamber, deeper into the chambers of, uh, that he talks about in Isaiah. Come into the chambers, my people, uh, until these calamities be overpassed. So the following day was the real Feast of Trumpets, the real um, uh, corrected on their corrected Hebrew calendar. So I found it significant that the turning point was really like on the Feast of Trumpets. So I didn't know what happened. It's just the Lord said, you know, this is a turning point. So I didn't know what happened until a few days later when I heard uh, on the news that Russian uh, nuclear bombers were put into position at the airport there in Russia. So I'll put up a picture here if I have it. I heard it from uh, a source, I can't remember which one, one of the news channels uh, like I-24 or something, and then I heard it on Tucker Carlson. So. I felt like that was significant that the, as the Lord said there was a turning point, um, the nuclear bombers were actually lining up and the... Okay, so I posted an article about the bombers. Um, they were allegedly lining up that whole week from the 26th, which is when I got the word from the Lord, to September 30th. And then Putin gave his speech on September 30th at the end of that week. The other thing that happened, Putin gave a speech um, in the Kremlin about world domination. So I, you know, my prophetic view, uh, if you want to watch my video, um, Darkness and the Flying Scroll in 2022, uh, my prophetic view that the Lord gave me and during uh, the fall of 2021 was that 2022 would be the year of the flying scroll, which is nuclear. So it's grievous, but of course, uh, but all of these things as they escalate to the end of the days, we know that these have to come before the Lord comes. And by listening to him, see, like, I wouldn't know that was happening. Or I would hear it from on the news and go, okay, that's happening. But I wouldn't really know how significant it was if the Lord wouldn't have said, this is a turning point. So the other thing that happened about a week after that or so, which was recently, was um, the U.S. government has allotted to two, 
190 million dollars towards nuclear warfare in terms of uh, drugs and um, you know whatever they put in the water which they try to prepare people with and um, there's also been posters put up by path in the in path the the train systems in New York and New Jersey the ones that go to New York so I felt like that was significant and uh, and I had talked about the commercials that they're doing in New York City about protecting yourself in a radiation fallout after a nuclear blast. I had already talked about that. But that's been happening for a few months now, if you didn't know about it. Of course, one thing I heard that was interesting was that Putin doesn't have any other choices. He has men, and but his weapons are limited. Uh, his his arsenal really is nuclear. Putin uh, doesn't really have a lot of options but nuclear. And if he is going to, you know, stand behind what he's saying, then he's going to move into nuclear. Now, when that happens, you know, the Lord. Uh, was saying to me last year about the darkness and the nuclear, uh, the flying scroll, that the, but the he gets lighter. So as the dark gets darker, he gets lighter. And one um, phrase that came to mind was, it's the feast and the beast. So at the same time the beast is moving and, and worse, the feast of the Lord is more and more in, like as we're in the sukkah. So the reason I wanted to put this out today um, was that tomorrow is the real Feast of Sukkot. It's the real Feast of Booths, the real Feast of Tabernacles, and by the corrected Hebrew calendar according to the barley harvest. So you can always look that up on Michael Rood's um, site, com, and you can also look up more information on www calculating the last seven.com calculating the last seven so um, anyway another thing I've been thinking about and the Lord said he said the way will be more narrow so it becomes more narrow as we have hit this turning point and the deception will be stronger so we know the Bible talks about the man of deception and the deception will become so hard to know what where the real Lord is. So uh, one analogy that we came up with was the Mr. Rogers movie. So Tom Hanks played Mr. Rogers and Mr. Roger, um, you know, was Mr. Rogers. But when Tom Hanks plays him, you start to identify with Tom Hanks. And then Tom Hanks might say something that Mr. Rogers didn't say, but you might think Mr. Rogers said it. So it's kind of a simple analogy, but you have to really know the Lord, and you have to really know the Lord of Israel, that Yeshua came from Israel, it has the roots of Israel, uh, the world will never be united, there will never be one religion, and everything is not going to be okay. So uh, the deception is going to get stronger. Another word, or thing I've been thinking about was Nebuchadnezzar. So Nebuchadnezzar... Uh, is uh, he he looks out at his kingdom and 
this is in Daniel uh, chapter 4, uh, and if you want to look it up. Um, but Nebuchadnezzar, uh, he looks out at his kingdom. Is this not the great Babylon I've built as the royal residence uh, for my glory and majesty? So he's looking out over his kingdom that he built, and he's very prideful, and the Lord judges him. So for seven years, um, this is what the Lord says. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be driven away from people, live with the wild animals, eat grass like an ox. And seven years will pass until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all kingdoms of the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. Immediately, Nebuchadnezzar was driven away from his people. He, he basically went crazy. So he became... Um, a crazy madman that lived out in the wild for seven years. And at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes toward heaven and my sanity was restored. And I now praise the Lord who is most honored forever and ever. So the Nebuchadnezzar analogy came to me. It was interesting because it's seven years and I believe we're in the last seven. Um, but it was relating to our government so and people in charge because they're literally like losing their minds like they are sound insane uh so they are insane i mean they're they're leading us into you know this nuclear war which is of course prophesied by the bible that will happen so you know it's not like we want to stop it if it's the lord it's just going to be hard, but I was thinking how literally uh, perhaps part of the judgment over America and over maybe other countries, um, the judgment over America and maybe other countries is really like the Nebuchadnezzar thing, like literally leaders have lost their minds. <laughs> so now I know everyone fighting the good fight of faith, you know, I follow them, I and for them and fighting the good fight with you. We will fight till the end for the unborn. We will fight for the voiceless and for those in slavery and bondage. Um, so we'll, you know, we continue to cry out for justice. Um, and, but I just wanted everyone maybe to watch that video if you haven't already. Um, the Lord has been clear. He has been preparing us who are listening. Um, most people don't know that we are possibly in that very last days. We are in that tribulation time as the beast is roaring louder and louder. And I still want to do my talk about the Antichrist, the many faces of the Antichrist, because people are like, where's the Antichrist? You know, well, Nothing's happening exactly how mainstream thought, and that's part of it. So just to give you a little bit of that information, um, the, if the little horn, um, now we have a whole scriptural thing that we've been going through, going through everything. There's nowhere in the Bible that really says this one man is going to dominate this and sit in the temple. There's only one mention of Antichrist, that word and that word was in John where it talks about the anti the spirit of the Antichrist and now is already. There's the man of lawlessness, the man of deception, 
there is the little horn, which we already believe who that is, but that the little horn has a certain purpose, but he never, uh, according to what we're uh, interpreting, he never sits in this temple and rules, you know, and does the sacrifices. So uh, anyway, and so if you watch my video on um, the counting of the 2,300 evenings and mornings, which possibly started when the Temple Mount was trampled by the, um, the Islamic regime. The video is also called The Trampling of the Temple Mount or The Temple Mount Has It Been Trodden Down by the Gentiles. The Temple. Has the Temple Been Trodden Down by the Gentiles? Has that prophecy already been fulfilled in such a discreet way? It's very significant um, if that was prophetically fulfilled and it has nothing to do with this um, Antichrist sitting in a temple. So the the little horn does things like that, like moving to make these decisions, but the man of lawlessness is a whole different person, and then the beast is with the heads, which I've described, uh, the seven heads are the seven mountains. The beast is the is a world system that's moving like the beast, you know, so we have the beast, which is not a person. It's not an antichrist. Um, it is a system and people that are involved in that system. So there's the beast, beast system. It's better to think of it like that. And then there is these different people, different sovereigns and different people that will move in certain ways. But according to what we have discovered, uh, is there is no, never going to be that one antichrist that everyone's so scared of, you know. Um, so anyway, I really want to do that talk. I'm just so busy. I've been trying to open a studio, which the Lord wants me to uh, build his house, uh, even at these end times, which is so weird to me. But he's like, you know, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool and who will build a house for me to rest? So trying to just open my doors to be a restful, um, peaceful, maybe gathering place, maybe in my local areas. I've been really called to stay local and not really leave this area anymore. Um, I don't know. It's just cool because I'm like, you know, Lord, you can just do whatever you want there. Uh, I won't control it. I welcome him to be there however he wants to be. You know, my whole life, my whole purpose was trying to find ways where people could find him because so often in the organized church uh, he gets shoved out and so anyway I've been so busy at that I appreciate your prayers if anyone has time to pray for me um, it's just been overwhelming but uh, anyway be prepared in your hearts for more trouble but more of the feast so just remember the feast and the beast as the beast is moving the feast of the Lord is greater and as persecution is greater, the more we receive from the Lord. So um, I just pray for you all. And I just wanted to put that out there that tomorrow is the Feast of Sukkah, Feast of Sukkot. It lasts for a week. And, you know, just light your candles to him. Uh, imagine yourself in the, in the Sukkah. The cool thing about the Lord dwelling in us is that he 
is with us wherever we go. So we really, we are, you know, in the temporary dwelling with him all the time. So we're in that no matter what happens in the world. And keep in mind also that I don't believe everything is ever going to be scary enough for people, all people to turn to him. That'll be later when the wrath is poured out, but that will be no chance to know him. It's going to be eating and drinking like the days of Noah, and it's going to be giving in marriage and marrying all the way up to the end. How that's happening, I don't know. People are having nuclear war and famine, and I don't know how that's going to be happening, but, uh, you know, keep in mind, there's going to be the Lord's, he wants people to come to him because you want to come to him and because you love him. And he is drawing actively his renewing his covenant and strengthening his covenant with his people and and really you know yearning for his people but all the other people um, that are never going to know him are really never going to know him and they're not going to get it even if there's total chaos so anyway i just pray for you all and and i thank you for your prayers and thank you for tuning in and uh, pray for me. I'll have the strength to do that video on the many faces of the Antichrist. And I'll be posting that information on my blog soon. So God bless you all. And uh, pray, pray, pray. Uh, just, you know, pray for relatives and covering. You know, we don't know where this nuclear will happen. But there have been prophetic words, of course, about New York, um, L.A. And, you know, uh, just just we just leave it to you lord it's it's your thing and this is your time so we praise you that at the end of this time uh you all glory goes to you in jesus name amen the temple of my messiah the new jerusalem